0: Hello and welcome to The Gold Podcast. I'm Mark Koskela and as always I'm joined by my co-host and the editor of Gold, Helena Beer. How are you doing today, Helena?
1: I'm really well, thank you. It's been a great week. How are you?
0: Yes, very good, very good. Lovely to have some sunny weather at the moment so I'm able to grow more of my plants in my garden. Uh, yourself what have you been up to?
1: Um, I've been gardening as well I have a balcony garden that I have been enjoying tending to so yes it's been lovely. So this is our penultimate episode of the season and we are pleased to be catching up with Claire Gillis the CEO of VML Y&R Health.
0: Yes long time friend of the podcast Claire first joined us all the way back in March 2020 so it was great to be able to invite her back on a couple of years later.
1: Indeed, we've had an entire pandemic since then. Um, so today she joins us to discuss some of the key trends that came out of the recent Can Lions Festival. It was a fantastic event this year in which health was seen on the main stage for the first time. So I'm really looking forward to sharing her reflections and thoughts on some of the topics that came up.
0: Absolutely. But before we dive into that, let's take a look at some of the news stories from the past week in news you might have missed. So, Helena, can you kick us off with the first news story for this week, please?
1: Absolutely. So, you might have seen this one published on the GOLD website. A new initiative around cardiovascular disease has been launched by Novartis Pharmaceuticals UK to help tackle health inequalities. The initiative's goal is to drive innovation and patient access to home-based digital solutions as a preventative measure heart attacks and strokes
0: yes the pharma company chelsea and westminster hospital nhs foundation trust and its official charity cw plus medical device company medtronic and the investment firm ryse asset management have all collaborated to create a world first investor partnership aiming to spark a revolution in cvd care
1: the initiative, which is called Novartis Biome UK Heart Health Catalyst 2022, has investments of up to three million pounds available, as well as access to a global network of established distribution partners and immediate NHS pilot and validation opportunities for successful applicants. Applications from health tech startups are open from now until the 31st of August, with particular attention on innovators focusing on major CBD risk factors non-invasive ways of lipid testing and blood pressure management tools.
0: Another story that caught my eye this week was a new study by AstraZeneca that found that chronic kidney disease is present in one in 10 adults worldwide. The study called Carry Me CKD is investigating the prevalence, outcome and cost of the disease in over 2.4 million patients across nine countries and several continents.
1: The study found that two out of three patients identified within the study as having CKD were not diagnosed, placing them at a higher risk of morbidity and mortality. This, in turn, was found to place more resource and financial strain on the healthcare systems.
0: CKD is a progressive disease that can lead to kidney failure and even premature mortality. The study pointed towards early screening, diagnosis and treatment as one potential solution. CKD prevalence and impact is set to rise in the years ahead, so the study couldn't have come soon enough.
1: Indeed and our final pick for this week is the recent news that a whopping 900 million pounds has been invested to develop land at the GSK research site in Stevenage. This expansion will create one of Europe's largest clusters for life science
0: companies. That's right. This is a joint venture between UBS Asset Management, Reef Group, and other unnamed investors who have acquired 33 acres of land from GSK to develop roughly 1.4 million square feet of office and laboratory facilities. Yes,
1: the plan is expected to create up to 5,000 highly skilled jobs over the next decade. Former Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak, was there the day before his highly publicised resignation to show his support for the announcement. And he commented that this marks a huge boost for the local area and the UK's thriving life sciences industry. And now it's time to hear from this week's guest, Claire Gillis, the former international CEO of WPP Health Practice. Claire has been taking WPP's new agency, VML and r Health, from strength to strength since it was first launched in September 2020. An incredibly passionate individual in the health and pharma space, she is driven by using data, creativity and integrated communications to help more people around the world access better healthcare.
0: Indeed. As we mentioned earlier, she joins us to discuss the key trends from CanLion, including the power of technology, her ambition for pharma campaigns to reach the creative heights seen in healthcare and her favourite moment from the festival this year.
1: Indeed. So to kick off, we asked Claire about the prevalence of technology and many of the health campaigns that won awards at this year's event, including how the increased use of technology has been influenced
2: by the pandemic.
0: Yeah, let's hear what she had to say.
2: Well, I think we saw for the first time this year how health... Is coming to the forefront. So it wasn't a separate entity in Can. It was it was woven into uh, the mainstream. And I think that is because of the whole technology creativity um, piece, where you know you 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 can pull those pieces together and actually make a difference in outcome for patients. Of course, I I recognise that the environment probably helped drive that now more than ever, we're very um, clear on how important health is in, in our lives and how, you know, it's it's kind of our individual duty to look after ourselves as, as much as possible. And I think that interest has just kind of caught the wave of companies right across the board. And um, pharma, which has traditionally been less at the forefront, I think will we'll follow as we go, as we go further into the future. We're still trying to find that traction where we can get awards with pharmaceutical assets, as well as just um, uh, kind of disease awareness and pushing through those other parts
1: Interesting to hear that while healthcare advertising is really getting into its stride with harnessing technology, Pharma still has a little way to go.
0: We hope everything keeps travelling in the right direction, but if you are interested in learning more about the creative ways the industry is harnessing technology, we recently published a brand new edition of Gold's Spoonful of Tech, which runs through some of the tech triumphs from the past few months in Pharma.
1: Yes, we'll link it in the show notes for your perusal. Next up, we asked Claire about a real shift that was observed at this year's event. Health content was featured on the main stage for the first time. So let's find out what she thinks this could
2: indicate for the industry. I think it's a massive boost for not just the industry, but for advertising, for um, getting new talent into the system, for um, just everyday populations to kind of see this all coming together so I think it's only a good thing Um, I think it provides a great balance to some of the other things that we see uh, at Cannes Um, and I think I think it'll go from strength to strength because health is now mainstream we've just got to make sure we don't lose that momentum and we direct the things towards health outcomes that uh, are important like equity Um, inclusion, diversity, all of those pieces of the jigsaw that we're seeing everywhere else in real life. We just got to make sure that we keep pushing that through in health.
0: Great stuff. Moving back into key trends now, another standout theme from the event was the increasingly high production values of health and pharma campaigns.
1: We asked Claire about why this is the case and whether it is going to be key to engaging patients and healthcare
2: professionals in the future. I think it's a piece of the puzzle. The public expectation is we are now used to seeing absolutely beautiful cinematography or really innovative ways of communicating through voice or gaming. I think we have to apply that to health in the same way as it's applied to banking or, you know, wendy's for example where where we use where we use gaming to be able to access our our customers to be able to um kind of improve uptake and market share i think we have to do it because there is the expectation that 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 is what everyone's seeing everywhere else but also it makes it really interesting for the for the guys that we've got working on on this you know we have we have pixar and disney animators working on on modes of action and uh disease pathways and they're so creative and to be able to put that into our campaigns is incredible and to understand what uh the the needs are from from our customers so is it gaming as the platform is it voice technology what is it you know what what it means is that there is a, a a better deliverable, a better campaign, because we have that multidisciplinary approach to creating something that actually um, is is very different.
0: Well, as Claire says their patient and customer expectations are growing, and campaigns need to cater for that. But we we're also really keen to find out whether farmer sees the value in spending a little bit extra to really nail a campaign's creative elements.
1: Let's hear her thoughts on the all-important topic of return on investment.
2: For any of our campaigns or deliverables, we've had to demonstrate return on investment. So um, this is about making sure that we can take um, examples from other industries. And again, as I said, challenging our clients to be brave. And, you know, in in some situations, it's a risk share. So, you know, we, we hope we're partners to our clients. We can sit down and say, right, well, let's see if this works. Let's, let's try this different approach and let's look at the returns that you're going to get on this. We're not saying you spend more on it. We're just saying you spend differently and perhaps smarter.
0: Spend differently and smarter. A great way to think about investment in innovative approaches, not just in advertising, but across the sector as a whole.
1: Yes, some great advice there. Next, we asked Claire to speak about one of the agency's campaigns, I Will Always Be Me, a voice banking project for people with motor neuron disease, which took home a number of awards at Cannes this year. It was actually a project we spoke about to VML YNR's chief creative officer Wayne Best on the podcast earlier this year.
0: Indeed, we did. The product of a five-way partnership between Dell, Intel, Rolls-Royce, the MD Association, and VM. L. Y. and R New York. We ask Claire what she thinks is the key to successful multidisciplinary collaborations for patients.
2: Well it all starts with a great idea that's based on a human truth um, this campaign and others and and that's that's our baseline for any piece of work we do no matter how big how small. So I think it's about having the idea based on an insight and then pulling together as many diverse people as you possibly can into the team to make sure that you've got something sound that that will resonate I don't think it's rocket science I think probably it's it's new in health and pharma because we've typically just operated um, quite often in silos and we have to you know with the, the the constraints sometimes between commercial and medical but um, we're looking more and more at creative ways of making sure that, as I said, that surround sound um, really, really resonates. So I, I don't think this has changed. I just think it's, um, it's becoming more of the norm. I hope it is. And I know I keep going on about how it feels for our people too. You know, no one, it's really hard to find talent in health. No one wants to be working in a silo. And it's beholden on us to provide the most stimulating, interesting environment to work that we can so that, you know, we we attract people and we retain them. The importance of attracting new
1: talent and retaining diverse talent pools seems to be a key theme in pharma at the moment.
0: It does. And if you're interested, do check out that previous episode with Wayne Best that looks more in depth at the I Will Always Be Me project It's a really inspirational conversation about a very successful patient campaign. Lots for pharma to learn from, for sure.
1: Do give it a listen. It will be in the show notes for you as well. Lastly, Claire shared her favourite moment of the conference with us, as well as what she hopes to see more of
2: in health at Cannes next year.
0: Let's hear her thoughts.
2: So I don't think anything will change the feeling of watching Wayne and the team go on stage. I mean, I can't tell you that that was a real hairs on the back of your neck, stand up. Oh, my God, they did it. It's fantastic. Um, So that that was a real that was a real win for us sitting in the audience. Um, Where do I want to see health and can go forward? You know, this is all about this has always, always been about health equity for me. I want to see increasing attention on health equity. Um, we, we're still, despite having lived through a pandemic, we're still seeing inequities in health that, that are unacceptable. And um, I think our challenge is to keep the focus on that so that, that everyone, no matter what their gender, ethnicity, social position everyone gets access to greatest health they possibly can.
1: I think that's an ambition we can all get behind. Thank you to Claire Gillis for joining us to discuss the recent Cannes Lions Festival.
0: Absolutely, and look out for a feature about one of Cannes' key themes in Gold's August issue. But sadly, that's all we have time for this episode. We'll be back next week with the season two finale, so be sure to look out for it as it promises to be another really fascinating episode.
1: It does indeed. It's one of my favourites. Also be sure to check out the new issue of Gold if you haven't already. We cover topics from the role of unconscious bias in non-adherence to the rise of unconventional but nevertheless rewarding reverse mentoring schemes in a handy how-to guide.
0: Indeed, there's lots to get stuck into there. So thank you for listening this week and we'll see you again next Tuesday.
1: Bye for now.